Welcome to the Expert Speak Podcast with Michael DeLon. Each episode features a leading expert who shares helpful insights, practical tips, and memorable stories that will inspire you, educate you, and help you enjoy more success, freedom, and purpose in your life. For the next few minutes, enjoy listening to Expert Speak with Michael DeLon. And welcome to another episode of Experts Speak. I'm Michael DeLon, and today I am talking with Aaron Marcus. Aaron, thank you for spending some time with me. Oh, so looking forward to this. This is awesome. Thank you for having me. Oh, you are welcome. It is, it is going to be a fun, fun conversation. We are kind of cut out of the same cloth in a lot a of bit. ways. A and bit. Th- this interview could go for, you know, three or four hours, but we're not <laughs> going to get to it. Aaron, Aaron helps you run your business without it running you. And she does it in a lot of different ways. So we're going to dive into that. And as we do that, I'm going to springboard into my favorite question is, Aaron, how in the world did you get to doing what you do today? I got here kicking and screaming. Okay, there you go. (laughs) Trying to do anything else, right? Like it it was one of those, not what you want to do, but let's let go of everything else and just admit what we should be doing. Um, Here's the deal. I come out of corporate. I had an amazing, amazing, amazing corporate opportunity. I had great mentors. I had amazing people that I worked with. And somewhere along the way, I got bored. It got weird. I knew there was something else. I didn't know what it was. And after some deep soul searching and crying and difficult conversations, I left that job. And the first thing I did that was on my own was uh, get a franchise. I had a franchise in what I thought at the time, erroneously thought at the time, was a similar niche to my corporate job. So my fancy title, my big fancy title before I left was Senior Vice President of Business Development for the largest long-term care insurance only wholesaler in the country. Wow, how big was your business card? Wow. I know, right? Like it doesn't, it's sales and marketing. Let's, it's, it's business development, go. sales and marketing. The fun, cool things I did was I put together the national and regional relationships between the financial advisors who sold long-term care and the carriers who produced the products, MetLife, Prudential, Genworth, right? Sure. My role was putting those deals together and then teaching the advisors how to sell this product, long-term oh, cool. care insurance, right? Mm-hmm. So what did I do? I taught financial advisors how to sell a product they hated to people who didn't want to talk about the problem. That's what I did. That's awesome. You know, you should go in the the funeral home business. (laughs) Exactly. How much fun was that? No, really. I mean, I, it was, I worked with great people. I, it, it was unbelievable, but so when I bought my franchise, I knew I wanted, you know, I hit that age. I knew there was something else. Um, I figured Brilliant, right? I figured, well, if it's still working with seniors, how different could it be? Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Possibly go wrong, right? Yeah. So, what I love about the fact that I started out in the franchise world, and it really was a baby franchise, I call it that because they were just getting started. They didn't have a great system, they had a good framework, and I got to create for them. So, I got my office to the top 10 out of 200 in about 18 months. Oh, wow. Because I had the business background. Right. Right. Along the way in corporate, I got an MBA with a dual focus in marketing and executive leadership. Like I know business. Yeah. Most people had gotten to the franchise because they wanted to take care of people. I like people. I love business. 
I love this. There you go. Oh, <laughs> see, I told you she, we I were cut like, out of the same I plot. like people, which makes me good at what I do. I find yeah. people fascinating. Um, I love people, but I really like business. Right? So what ended up happening was the franchisor would then hire me to launch, help launch new franchises. People would buy their office. They could come to me. I would teach them how to do it. They wouldn't do any of those things. That's the right. We know how that goes. Um, I would speak at their conferences. I would speak for networking groups trying to grow my business. And they would be like, yeah, yeah, yeah. We know help the seniors, but why are you making money? Like how come it's working for you and it's not working for us? Yeah. So after a few different things like socioeconomically, there's no barrier to entry in my competition. I'm paying Cook County, Chicago taxes, workers comp, all, all my competition is working under the table because, you know, that's fair. That's and right. so, right, it was just getting harder and harder and harder to do what I wanted to do with it. And meanwhile, meanwhile, I'm having all these amazing opportunities with my network friends, helping them grow their businesses. Yeah. And, and you'll totally get this. I didn't want to become a coach because I met too many of them I didn't like. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. I will be the first one to tell you that really good coaches changed my life. Absolutely. I would not be doing anything that I'm doing without them. And I still have coaches. But I was leery of throwing, you know, I come out of financial services, conflict of interest, public oversight, annual audits. I didn't want to throw my hat into the ring with people who didn't have that integrity. Right. And here's the thing. I don't think most coaches who don't do well come from a malicious standpoint. Oh, absolutely not. I think they had a great experience Mm -hmm. and they want to recreate that experience for people And so they try to duplicate and replicate what they've experienced, but they don't have the depth of experience to do more than parrot. Right. Right. Absolutely. Right. You can, it is what it is. Right. And again, I have all the empathy in the world because I don't think they're doing it maliciously. I don't think they're coming, you know, currently they're all going out of business because of the marketplace is what it is right now. Um, which is heartbreaking, but they set out to do something that's a little bit above their depth, right? Their experience. But that's my experience. I know how to take a business from $4 million and seven people to $56 million and 70 people in a couple of years. There you go. Right. I took my office from zero to multiple six figures, top 10, 18 months. Cause I like people, but I really love business. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> and, right. and, and- well, and, and that, and I want to dive into that because a lot of entrepreneurs that we are talking to right now, like people, they like their, they like their business, but they don't understand business. So let's talk about that. Well, why would they, why would they like doing what your business does for a living and growing a business, two different things, nothing to do with each other. Absolutely. Two different things that have nothing to do with each other. And so over and over and over again, you put all your time and money and effort and energy into becoming great at what you do. We're going to assume that because I know people who are amazing at what they do, but they don't have the bandwidth, the knowledge, the experience, whatever, to put that same time, money, and effort and energy into learning how to grow a business. And so what I watch, what is heartbreaking is, right, the world's best kept secret. Yeah, because they're great at what they do, but they don't know how to 
put their marketing together or they don't know a business strategy. And the big tip, like the tangible takeaway, like if you do nothing else, but just do this, people do not understand that business every single time has to be reverse engineered. Mm-hmm. Every single time has to be reverse engineered. So what do they do? They go, they know they need to do something. So they go out into the world and they do random acts of marketing and they do random acts of business. Yeah. But it's not with the intention of cause and effect. It's not with the understanding of I reverse engineered to figure out this is where I'm trying to get. And so it's an exercise in frustration. It's a bandwidth problem, right? You can get to six figures through hustle, right? It's not so hard. You can get through six to six figures with hustle. But what happens is the business owner, now they've learned how to make money. That's great. Kudos, because not everyone gets that far. Yeah. But now we've got a business that is a person dependent, not process dependent. It's a DIY piecemealed brand. And the way that I describe it is they're trying to get over the bridge from entrepreneur to business owner. Yep. And they think that that bridge should be a stone garden bridge over (laughs) a creek. And what it really is, is the Indiana Jones bridge. And it's it's being held together by twine and planks. It's probably on fire. And there's a guy at the other end with a sword. That's right. And so what do they do? They retreat. Yeah. And they settle. And that's the part I hate. They Mm -hmm. settle for what they think they can figure out instead of what they truly could have if they just put the effort the time, the money, the energy into learning how having someone guide them, like you, me, somebody, somebody who's been there been there. And and let me pause right there to my, to my audience. You got to understand. I mean, I've got a lot of coaches in my business. I've had them for years, but I look for coaches who have been where I want to go. Yes. And that's what Aaron's talking about. How's this for having been there? When I left the franchise. I knew I didn't want to do that anymore. I was having all this fun creating aha moments for people. I'm like, all right, that's what I'm going to do. So in 2017, I sold off parts, closed parts, dismantled parts of the franchise. And in 2018, someone has since done a very kind job of reframing this for me. 2018 is now looked upon as Aaron's year of failure. Well, there you go. So what did I do? I went from multiple six-figure expense account corporate job to multiple six-figure franchise to $11,000 in 2018 because I didn't understand what I didn't understand. I made $11,000. And that's when I went on my own personal journey of how do I take what I know? Because I always knew I knew how to grow a business, right? How do I take what I know from corporate and take what I know from the franchise world and learn how do I apply it to myself and my own business and then can help other people do that, right? So since then, multiple six figures in 18 months. Yeah. And it's doable. It's so doable when you understand the framework, the systems that need to be in place and dare I say, the mindset that you have to have as as a business owner, you have to think differently right oh and that was really what killed me 
because the franchise was really more like my corporate job than my entrepreneurial job, truthfully. It was more responsibility on my side, but the framework was there. And here's the horrible truth. I left corporate thinking, oh my God, I'm so brilliant. I got accolades. I got bonuses. Everybody loved me. This is great. I'm smart. I could do this. What could possibly go wrong? And then <laughs> the horrible truth is what you learn is you were that successful on a very narrow path that somebody else created. <laughs> yes, very much so. Very much so. And I never expected it to be my thought process, who I needed to be and what I needed to think, how I needed to think that would derail me. But that's what it was. hundred percent. I see it. I see it all the time. I see it every day. And yeah. until I changed my thinking about my business, about who I am in my business and what I wanted, I, I was hitting the wall every day, chasing I, every day was like on the rat, on the rat wheel. Or right. Well, a good Midwesterner, right? Solve the problem, hit it harder. Just yeah. work harder. Yeah. And that wasn't the answer. And so it was through figuring that out, you know, and luckily for me, I had the business acumen in my background Yes. to know how to apply what I was learning in the real time. I learned all sorts. I could tell you a million things that don't work. <laughs> I've learned them all. I've tried right. them all. Like, let me just lower, you know, lessen your learning curve. I, I want to go back to something you said because I've got a quote on my on my wall over here that, that ties into it. And we're talking about business owners being really good at what they do, loving people, but not being great at business. Dan Kennedy, one of my marketing mentors, right? It says it's more important to be a master marketer of your thing than it is to be a doer of your thing. 100%. And, and here is the brutal, honest truth. The thing your business does is can effectively basically be a commodity because totally. someone will always be able to do it cheaper. That's right. That's right. And you don't want to, you don't want to mm -hmm. do that. There, there, I was listening to somebody the other day and he says, you know, I learned in business that you can increase your price infinitely because of markets and different, but you can only go down to zero. <laughs> Right. Like, it's a race to the bottom. It's you, a race to the bottom. And you don't want to be in that race. You don't want to be in that race. But it, it's it's so hard for a lot of entrepreneurs because they're, they're, they haven't been around the Dan Kennedy world. They haven't saturated. I mean, I look at my bookshelf and there's just marketing, 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 some sales, marketing, 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 because that is the ticket to understand it's not what you do. It's how you market what you do. It's that really you market, counts. Right. You've got to be good at what you do, but. You can be the best, let's pick one. You can be the best photographer in the world. Yep. But if nobody knows your business exists, you don't have a business. Right. And if you don't know how to run your business, you will lose the money as fast as you make the money. Yeah. And you don't have a business. Well, yeah. Talk about that for just a minute. And well, you know, I've got, I've got a friend who's a, a financial, a chief financial officer for attorneys. Oh, God. And and his, no, it's awesome because so his business, we rebranded his business. He's the net profit CFO because in our conversations, we said, it doesn't matter how much your top line revenue is. It's what you bring home. It's the net. And attorneys have a huge problem with that because they're not taught how to be business owners. You know what At they're all. taught how to do? Argue. Yes. They're taught yeah. how to argue. And, and so I know great attorneys who their accounts receivable are a mess, their accounts payable are a mess, but they're bringing in, they're great attorneys. Oh yeah. 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 And some of them are really good marketers, but they're losing money in the interim yeah. and they could be, they could literally double their take home pay yeah. if they just fixed what's between top line revenue and that profit. Correct. And sometimes that's the best thing a coach can do is say, you don't need more marketing. You need to you fix this. Oh my God, please. Like, here's the thing about marketing. And I, and, and this is where the tactic people hate me. Yeah. 
easy, simple, easy, simple, easy, simple, easy, simple. Like you don't need 800 funnels. You don't need, like most businesses are nowhere near ready for those types of tactics. I I had 30 speaking gigs a year, no one sheet, no speaker one sheet. People would tell me, I need to get a one sheet. No, you don't. You need to talk to other human beings. Absolutely. Multiple six figures, no social media management. Yeah. Now that's a little bit different because that was pre-COVID. Now we live a little bit even more in an online world. But you know what I did? I went and met other human beings. Right. Yeah. Well, I mean, I talked to you the other day on your podcast and we were talking about just business strategy and outreach. And you're on a lot of podcasts. You do a lot of podcast guesting. You have your own podcast, as I do. I do a lot of podcast guesting. We're out talking to human beings who have audiences. We're putting ourselves in the place we're going to where the people are go to the people right. and when they hear you they bond with you they go wow i need a I like more. i like her or i don't like her i don't want to hear her <laughs> absolutely praise that, god that i want too. one i want a light switch yeah you either right. love the me worst or thing you could be is beige right shades of beige does not help anybody amen yeah no no that's not good you you want to be magnetic as you know dan candy would say magnetic marketing or repel one yeah. of the two great if you don't like me get out of my world because I'm going to bug you to death. <laughs> I can annoy people with the best of them. All yes. the time. Yeah. So um, we're, we've got a, we got a few more minutes. Let's talk yeah. about how do you work with, with business owners? Because they're out there and some of them are, are, their ears are perking up now because you've hit, you've kind of hit around some. What are some ways, what are, let me, let me ask you this. Top two or three challenges the business owners are facing when they need to be thinking about reaching out to you. What's going on in their life? So one of the things people come to me all the time, I don't know what to say about my business. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. I don't know what to say. That's a big one for me. Messaging is one of my sweet spots. I love doing it, right? So a lot of people don't understand how to talk about their business in a very specific way that draws their ideal client to them. When we say magnetic, and here's something that I really try to make a point, especially with you and me talking to each other. You don't have to be our level of energy to do good. At, that's not what that's I am that. saying, right? Yeah. You don't have to be me. My hair is all brown right now. We're good. Like sometimes it's purple. Sometimes the tattoos are showing. I'm very sweary. That's not what I'm talking about. Right. It's not about you have to be a loon like Aaron. It's how do you talk about your business in a way that draws your ideal client to you so that they understand through your story, through your outcome-based messaging. And the other thing is people make the mistake where they're trying to sell things from from like day one. And what I tell people is the point of communication is there's only one point, and I know what you do, so you'll love this. There's only one purpose to every time you communicate. And it's the same purpose every time invite people to take one more step with you. Mm, that's awesome. That's it. That's so We're cool. not trying to sell things from a 30 second elevator pitch. So a lot of people don't know what to say because they don't understand client awareness. They don't understand client journey. They don't understand communication styles. And so they very legitimately don't know what to say. So that's where I love that that's one of the doors into my business, right? What do I say about my business? Awesome. And then, right. And another one is, I don't know how to grow. Mm. I don't know how to grow. Like I, I got what I got. I've got what I got. I got my ball rolling. I've got this idea. I've got what I've mm-hmm. got, but I'm not making any, I'm not getting anywhere. I've yep. hit a plateau. Yep. 
Because the truth of the matter is the problem is never the problem, right? The problem you feel is not the problem you have. And so you, you're at a plateau and you think you need to make more sales. Well, odds are there's a different problem, right? right? There's a different problem. You need more leads. You need more profitability. Like, so my, what we do, we reverse engineer. Mm-hmm. We reverse engineer. I know you're, you said you're an avid reader that, that book, um, and this has been around for a while, good to great, right? Yep. Good to great. My favorite story in there is about getting the right people on the bus. Yeah. That is not the right step. Yeah. The right step is where is the bus going? Because the mm-hmm. right people won't get on a bus if they don't know where it's going. Mm-hmm. That's good. Right. So reverse engineer the entire thing so that we have a strategy also that meets your unique goals and your unique business. And what are you good at? And what do you hate doing? Yeah. Because there's nothing worse to me than spending a ton of money, time, money, energy, effort into a tactic that doesn't work because you hate doing what the tactic does. Yeah. And now not only did you waste your money, you feel like a failure yeah. because they look like it works for everyone else. And now you feel worse. So the strategies, right? The strategies that work for you, what you love doing, what you suck at doing, we avoid that, that work for you with what you're trying to do put the messaging around it, putting the marketing strategy around it, and then support it with the systems and the team that it needs to build. Yeah. So, all right. And that's really good because Erin's been in corporate. She's been a franchise owner. She's helped other people. She has sat in the seat that you sit in today and she she's been there. She's done it. She's doing it, which is another thing I look for in coaches is, are they still doing it? Yeah. And she, you can you can tell she's fun to be around. How do you? Oh, why would I? Right, that's the other thing. I did not quit a very high income to be miserable. Like, that's I'm right, not, exactly. You know, we're not doing this to be unhappy. We have to have fun in life, yeah. Especially when we're working with people. Um, how do people before how before how do they get a hold of you? What's the process look like? Somebody's out there struggling with strategy or messaging. Let's say, what's they engage with you? They they talk with you? Is it a What's the process you kind of take them through to to work them just real high level? Real high level. It goes back to my journalism degree. Mm -hmm. It's asking a million questions. Yeah. And that you, you know, I will tell people, sit down with your drug of choice, alcohol, sugar, caffeine, mine happens to be sugar. um, And you can reflect and reflect and reflect. But the truth of the matter is you're too close to your own stories. You're too close to your own problems. It's hard to see the forest for the trees. I pay a lot of money for people to tell me this type of thing about myself, right? It's, it goes back to the journalism degree of asking a million and a half questions so that we have a real clear understanding of all of the things. What do you want? What are you doing? What are you willing to do? What are you not willing to do? It's, that's why it's all customized. Yeah. That's why it's all customized. And then from there, bring in the other pieces, the branding pieces that we have in my team, the operation, right? You could, you get to rent my online business. You get to rent my COO. It's one of my favorite things is you can rent my COO and have her create your processes and then go teach your team how to do that. All right. That in and of itself is worth a few six figure business, right? <laughs> right. Because that skill, so I have my son, Caleb, who helps run my business. He's my chief operating officer. He's absolutely brilliant. And our phrase around our company, and my audience knows this, is everybody needs a Caleb. 
Wait, everybody wants my assistant. You can't have her. She doesn't do that. You can't afford him. Everybody wants my COO because everybody wants my repeatable systems. I will rent you that. Yeah, I will absolutely. We'll build it and give it back to you. Absolutely. And you talk about fast way to scale. Everybody, here's one of the 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 pet peeves I have is when people say, "I'm going to scale your business through seven figures," and no, you're not because you don't have systems. You don't have a system. If you're a solopreneur, you ain't going there unless you have systems that are automated that are repeatable. And that's what she's offering you. Right. So we start with the strategy. We bring in whatever branding is needed to give you the visuals to back it up. And so you look like the person who can do what you're saying you can do. I used to teach financial planners. I said, here's a deal. If you're going to teach people how to make money, you got to look like you have a little bit of it. You don't have to be fancy, but you have. So be the person who your ideal client knows their life is better off with you in it. Right. I love that. And back that it up so, with the system. That that is just a, so so simple. And just reach out to Aaron because really, I mean, you're you're hiring a coach who understands business, who also understands marketing, and and can help you clarify a message. Because too many marketers out there are just saying, "Well, we'll just do Facebook or TikTok or what." No, 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 no. Get tactics. your message first. Build right. the strategy. I love how you say reverse engineer. And just, yeah, get your drug of choice and, and reach out to Aaron. <laughs> Where would they go? What's the best way to reach it's out to you? Real easy. It's all in one place. Conqueryourbusiness.com. You can check out Michael's podcast there. You can get our free downloads there. You can connect on my socials there. You can get direct to me there. It is all at conqueryourbusiness.com. Folks, did you hear how simple that was? How clear one that was? One call to action. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Aaron, because yeah, conqueryourbusiness.com. If you can't spell it, Google it. And if you can't do that, go to the show notes because it's in there. And that way, if you're walking your dog or taking your drug of choice right now, you can come (laughs) back and find conqueryourbusiness.com because I want you to reach out to Aaron, have that conversation because she's obviously super experienced. She knows what she's doing and she's been there. She's done that. She's doing it and she can help you do it as well. And you can rent her COO. That in and of itself, folks, is the fast ticket to success, let alone the brain that she has. So reach out to Aaron and uh, she can help you conquer your business so that you'll be running your business and living the life of your dreams without it running you. Aaron, Marcus, thank you. This has been an amazing, fun conversation. You are awesome. Thank you so much for chatting with me and having me here. You are quite welcome. Thanks for listening to Expert Speak. And we'll be back again with another great guest in the weeks to come. Thanks for listening to Expert Speak with Michael DeLon. If what you've heard today was helpful to you, reach out to our expert guest and see how they can serve you to bring you more success, freedom, and purpose in your life.